Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Over 60 years of leading civil construction experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Welcome back to our listeners across the SEN network, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. You can also download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Remember, during today's show, you can join the conversation, call 1300 01 1170 or text us on 0457 736 736. And hit us up on the socials, Twitter and Instagram, at SEN League. All right, welcome to my co-host today, Steve O'Keefe. Sock, off the back of a strong South victory last night. you got a pep in your step. Yeah, we're in finals. How good's that? They were, uh, it was a different win, I think, for the Bunnies last night. It was like a little bit more defensive. It sort of got boring when they were ahead by eight points. <laughs> they sort of went into their shells. A bit frustrated <laughs> watching the footy. Oh, mate. Um, you, please, yeah. I'm a Knights fan. And um, <laughs> yeah. don't tell me that <laughs> you winning a game is boring. <laughs> Come on. So, you know, well. <laughs> so, all right. So, I'm pumped up. The Bunnies are in. Where they finish, I mean, Brooksy, our producer, has been a bit like a beautiful mind, like Russell Crowe trying to work out all the formulas. We're oh, still none the wiser, yeah. but I know Souths are in the finals, <laughs> um, which must really hurt you a little bit, Steve, because your uh, your nights are Yeah, I'm surrounded by Steve today. Now, this is the man behind the plaque, the infamous <laughs> plaque oh, dear. in the toilet of that Newcastle establishment where Caelan Ponga... What was the establishment called, Steve? Did you hear about it this week? It was a news thing. It was someone <laughs> tell, us, <laughs> tell us your, your, your yeah, view tell of us your version. Yeah. How did it unfold? Okay, so um, I was heading up to Newcastle to do uh, a cricket function, uh, Merriweather Cricket Club, uh, team of the century. They were announcing a 100-year team. Um, yeah, just a bunch of still alive? Is that, like, <laughs> <of the 20s? laughs> Is that quite a prestigious uh, group? Or yeah, any, any you, Australian players in there? Not one. Okay, no. sweet, uh, sweet, sweet. <laughs> and most of the team are dead. No, uh, sorry, brown bread, that's brown it. Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of halfway up the freeway. My mind works in a weird sort of way, and just yeah. as literally looking maybe at the twin servos halfway up and yeah, just yeah, bang, yeah. this idea comes into my head. Because I, I was thinking about, um, I hadn't been to Newcastle in ages. Oh, the Ponga thing happened. That's good news. And I was trying to think about jokes <laughs> in my head. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I'd, I'd written one joke on the back of it. I was watching the Panthers play on the, I think it was the night after it happened, that I was like, geez, their line speed's good. And I was like, not as good as... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I have one joke, right? And I was like, I need more. So thought about this plaque. You know, you've seen a park bench where someone will put a plaque up that says so-and-so yeah, used to yeah. sit here. They lived here from this time to this time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have a crack. And then rang my sister, and uh, she still lives in Newcastle, and she, she put all the pieces together. She goes, there's a Mr. Minute around the corner. 
Um, it's two blocks away from... This is happening. Yeah. And now the funny thing is, and I haven't told anyone this, I didn't tell... So I wanted to make sure that the plaque got made to put up at the Hotel Delaney, um, where, of course, Caelan Ponga and Kurt Mann were that night. Um, but I thought... I was trying to make sure that it didn't get stopped or roadblocked. So yeah. I thought if I said, hey, mate, I'm going to go stick this on the cube, on the cubicle door, he would have been like, I'm not making it, mate. You know, mm. just maybe that might have happened. So yeah. I lied to him, right? I said... You lied to the Mr. Minute guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're really covering your tracks here. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he Hello. knows. Yeah. <laughs> <Your> fake moustache. <laughs> I think he knows now, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. I said to him, oh, mate, mate, mate of mine's a massive Knights fan. Going around to his house. I thought this would be funny. Like, yeah. We're having a few beers and watching a footy. I'm going to stick this on his uh, toilet door. And he's like, yeah. oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> little little did he know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be national with... news. Yeah. yeah. And I named his business on literally every media publication. In the That's amazing. So he was like, "It's a, it was about, it's going to be about a hundred bucks. It's a dollar." Yeah, what is, I was about to say, what yeah. do they charge from letters? A dollar really? a letter. A letter. Yeah. Inflation. Look, Killer. I'm, not, I'm not the most intelligent bloke, so I have no <laughs> idea if I got ripped off or not. But it was fifty-two fifty because he goes, "Oh, this is nearly a hundred bucks, mate." But because this is funny. 52.50 for you, champ, right? Wow. I was like, all right. 50% off. Yeah, so drove around to the pub um, and then sort of just had to – once I got the plaque made, that's when it got real because – if you, you guys have seen the park, he did an amazing job. Park, yeah. Right? What were the exact words, just for our listeners? Uh, it says something like, um, I'd have to have a look. But this, uh, this is, like is the yeah. toilet in which yes. Kalen got sick and Kurt held his head back. Yeah, the story yeah, yeah. of two friends. On of. this date, uh, yeah. Kalen celebrated a house purchase. Right. Um, yeah. Vomited and his friend helped him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Newcastle's a funny place because, like, firstly, I sat in the TAB, bought a beer and had the plaque just sitting on the, on the table for about 10 minutes while I had my beer, just mm. giggling to myself going, this is so <laughs> stupid. What are you doing? And then my sister's ringing me, have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? Um, got that excited when I went in the actual cubicle, had to stop for a number two. I was like, right. You may as well functionally use the toilet for Absolutely. what it's for. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And then try, try to work out where to put it logistically. Just thought, like, if I put it on the front of the door, it might get it's ripped down pretty off, quick. Yeah. yeah. The door was also open when I went in, so maybe people yeah. won't see it. Maximum signage and all that yeah. stuff. So just popped it sort of to the left. And, yeah, Newcastle's <laughs> a weird place. Like, Things, things go like <laughs> you planned a plaque to put on a dunny door. Newcastle is a weird yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it, stuff just goes or like you know viral very very quickly in yeah. places like that. You know, right. just, so and so knows so and so, and who knows so and so, and all of a sudden we're you're all connected. And I literally two hours after I did it, I'm at this gig, mm. and a, randoms are just walking up to me going. I know what you're you that did. guy. Yeah, and I'm like, what do I do? They're like, at the pub, Delaney. And I was like, how do you know that? They go, mate, it's everywhere. And I'm like, how is it? That's so crazy. All those like generic, um, you know, Batuta Advocate style yeah. Newcastle yeah. pages yeah, yeah. posted and it. And then, then I guess by that night, it was on the news everywhere. It was, yeah. It started off on like NBN News, Newcastle Herald. I've, yeah. I've done nine radio interviews this week. <laughs> oh, how good. <laughs> He's back. Yeah. He's back, baby. <laughs> uh, now tell us, you visited the location. Is there enough room in there for two grown men, one to hold the other's hair back while he vomits? I think so, yeah. I definitely yeah. saw hair follicles of some sort. Okay. Um, mm. I'm surprised anyone recognised Ponga without his headgear on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know those guys that get around. Like I wouldn't know uh, Jared Croker if I walked past him in the street. But yeah. if he had yeah, his headgear on, I was like, "Oh, that's Jared Croker. There yeah. he is." True. Um, but yeah, look, it was a it was a pretty whirlwind week. Um, and what mm. should I do? More plaques, lads? What do you reckon? Should I should this become a thing now? Maybe start your own Mister Minute. The yeah. way you go, <laughs> I mean, you save fifty two. <laughs> do plaques for everyone else. Uh, <laughs> Give back to the plaque it's, world. It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's football players over the ages have done some of their best work in. Uh, Cubicles. In cubicles. Yes. Yeah, we've had a number of players. Sonny Bill. Yes. We had 
Yeah. Dylan Brown yeah. was up last year. Dylan yeah. Brown was in there. Yeah, you got um, Adam Elliott and Millie Boyle. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. There's a plaque for them. Um, plaque. Todd yeah. Carney. In the, yeah, in the oh, trough. he should have gone in a cubicle. Trough, yeah, he yeah. should have gone in a cubicle. Cubicle, if he was going to do that. Kevin yeah. Proctor was uh, vaping in the, vaping. In the cubicle oh, this year. Yes, hey. probably the only person who should have gone to the toilet was Nate Miles, right? <laughs> yeah, just, but he's just trying to use his neighbours yeah. instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he end up using the the, the elevator stairwell? Yeah, stairwell, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and you know what? Uh, like it's. Like, obviously, it was a fun week with the plaque going viral, but it started to be a little bit annoying. Like, I'm the plaque guy now. Like, yeah. a mate of mine called me Plaque Kent yesterday. And, uh, <laughs> and and then I went to a party last night, and literally every single time I went for a wee, yeah. someone's like, oh, you're going to put a plaque over here. <laughs> this guy, this guy stacked it. So a, a guy I know, Hacho, he stands there, he's having a wee, we're having a bit of a chat. He just had too many beers, and he's just stacked it. What, he's hit the, the trough? Hit the deck, sort of on the side of the trough. Oh. And so I've scooped him up, and I genuinely thought he was hurt. And as he gets up, he goes, don't you make a plaque about this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Not enough sense. Oh, man. All right. Well, we are a football show as yeah. well. Uh, so we will discuss uh, last night's games and the round 24 results so far. Uh, also, coming up today, we've got uh, 2 p.m., the West Tigers and the Dragons. Uh, I did the the Hello Sport podcast earlier this week. Soccer it was mm. just uh, it was just on Very good. Um, on before us today. Uh, they call these clubs DMCs, which stands for Dirty Merger Clubs. Two, <laughs> yeah, two clubs that have merged. So this yeah. is this today is the DMC Cup. Thanks to Hello Sport Boys. Yes, good. Who okay. is who is the superior Dirty Merger Club in the NRL? Is it the Tigers or is it the Dragons? It's like a second marriage, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So both of these teams today uh, have been in the, the news this week. The Tigers have are rumoured to be going after Munster to the tune of $7 million. Did you see that one? I did, yeah. Did I, uh, did I see that Tim Sheens shut it straight down? That's one of those ones where I, I'm thinking, why would you shut that down? Like yeah. a, a bit of chat, like will they get Munster? Most likely not. But if I'm the Tigers, I'm going after every big name that's available. Mm. Like yeah. they, they need they need a monster in their team for seven million over five. So someone work that quick quick math out. That's one point two. One point two a year. One point two five. Oh, yeah. Jeez, that's good. <laughs> good good money. Yeah. It's good coin. I um, think I think Munster is going to end up on one point four, one point five for three. I mean, Melbourne are back in the game, aren't they? In regards to um, signing, and they're looking at you know they finally got up to seven figures. But I think he will go to the the highest bidder. Um, why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. you, you've achieved pretty much everything there is in the game. So you think he'll um, end up with the Dolphins? And the yeah, Dolphins? I, I think the Dolphins seem plausible at the moment. But if someone yeah. does throw out a 1.4 over four years, you know, as a football player, given oh. the lifespan that you've got, yes. as they keep saying, no one ever does it for the money. It's all yeah. about the family. Oh, I've got to set my family up. <laughs> <laughs> your yeah, your four-year-old's yeah, yeah. driving a Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one that was in the news this week uh, around contract negotiations was Ben Hunt. He's met with yeah. Phil Gould. Mm. I also read a couple of articles this morning that said uh, the Bulldogs had also sounded out Cameron Munster. Uh, so Phil Gould's come out and said they're in the market for a fullback and a halfback. Uh, Munster would fit the bill for the fullback part, I guess. Ben Hunt for the halfback. Mm. Uh, it, it, it throws a cat amongst the pigeons a bit, doesn't it? Because it looked like, oh, Ben Hunt, it's only really the Dragons that are kind of interested. Then Phil Gould sits down for lunch and suddenly you go, all right, now we've got a bidding war and the Dragons are going to have to up the ante. I think they started at about 700k a year, which is quite the haircut from yeah. what he's on currently. 
He, he wasn't he quoted as saying that he went in there to take a pay cut as well though. Like yeah, he, yeah, I think he was thinking a pay cut would be somewhere to the tune of eight hundred to eight fifty, coming sure. down from one point one. Mm. So to take a four hundred thousand dollar pay cut, yeah, would be a, a bit of a to swallow. Shifted, aren't they? Yeah, and you, and you go and test the open. Why wouldn't you, as a player these days, test go and it. test it if you can get that at the dogs? Mm. I mean, he's like playing. He's arguably his best football. Yeah, that's right. He's been amazing for the the Dragons. He obviously did well at Origin. He'll level. probably win the Dally M. Yeah, he's leading the That's points so saying. far. Yeah, 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 definitely. He's well, he was leading behind closed doors. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 not, not toilet yeah. stairs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there he is, the man yeah. with the plaque. Uh, after crunch time today at three pm, we'll have coverage of the Knights versus Titans. Uh, Mary Braybrook, Matt Rogers, and Gary Belcher with the call. Uh, Matt Rogers, where's he been? Well, he's a bit like yourself there, Miss He's been doing a bit of um, Survivor or something. Yeah, reality TV. That's right. He did Survivor, didn't he? Did he, did he do SAS? Did he win? Um, he didn't do SAS. He wouldn't be. No, he's not he. cut enough there to do that. But he's great. <laughs> I mean, he's, where did he, finish? he finished up at the Titans, oh. didn't he? Bit of a cross coder. You know where I saw him most That's recently? That's a great call. Gary Belcher. He a, was doing ads for hair plugs on Facebook. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. he had the right. hair. They cut it out of the back of your neck. Okay. Oh, God. Or, or pull them out individually, make slits in the front <laughs> of where you're losing your hair, yeah. and individually insert all the single uh, hair, hair follicles. follicles. And it showed him before, during, after. How's he going Mate, now? Massive comeback. Oh, yeah. 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 It's def- it has to be what Darren Lockyer had, but it, Darren Lockyer <laughs> started losing it Matty a Johnson's second time. <laughs> yeah, well, there's rumors <laughs> about losing it again. Yeah, yeah. Darren Lockyer started losing it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear from Matt Rogers uh, on today's show. Remember, throughout today's show, you can join the conversation. Call us on 1300 01 1170 or text us 0457 736 736. We're going to take a break, and after the break, we'll review the Saturday's games. Papali'i runs the decoy. Whiten floats it across, and that is a beauty to get things going. From Whiten to Jordan Rapiner, the Raiders are underway. 4-0, kick to come. Into the sun it goes. Pelotu goes up. Don't worry about that. It's gone straight into the hands of Hudson Young, who just falls over for the Raiders' third try. They lead 14-0. Back for Hines. On to Moylan. Beautiful. Ronaldo in the corner. As Moylan sends it on. Hines with the kick. Mulatalo with space. Needs the bounce. Gets the bounce. Try. Ronaldo has a double. And gives the Sharks a breathing space. And then Murray Ilias, straight runner, Kia Kalamatangi! Slides over for South Sydney. Cameron Murray out the back, Walker, Mitchell, Johnston! AJ, Magic Johnston's over again. He's now scored in eight straight. Murray, yes, they're getting left. Mitchell decides to kick. Johnston's going to win the race. Oh, he's taken down by Felt. The ball is loose. What happened between Felt and Johnston? He has to go to the bin, doesn't he? Probably. He has to go to the bin, and he will go to the bin. There's under two to go. Rabideau say the quickest way from A to B is just run straight. And Tom Burgess scores the try that will win and seal the game. Full time. At a course stadium, South Sydney 20, the North Queensland Cowboys 10.
Yeah, so that game had big ramifications on the top eight. It looks now going into the last round like it may be the Sharks who get that home semi-final for finishing second. Uh, it's the Rabbitohs' fifth straight season playing finals football. Uh, Cowboys finished the match, of course, with 11 players mm. after Cohen Hess and Kyle felt sin-binned. Uh, let's go to the Cohen Hess one first. That's probably the most controversial moment of the game. He was sin-binned for a high shot on Campbell, Gra- on Campbell Graham. I will go to you first, Sock, as, uh, as a Souths fan. Uh, did you think that was a 10 in the bin? No. I didn't think it was 10 in the bin. And I I mean, it's so confusing, isn't it? It seems to be judged these days on how hard the impact is. There was the Olam and JWH one in the Roosters game, being yeah. Melbourne, which uh, it just seems that whenever there's this aggressive contact and a bloke stays down, there's this almost need from the bunker to come in and penalise. Now, Kalanis is facing two weeks if he appeals. Yeah. I think he'll get one week if he doesn't, which in the, the scheme of things is is huge, you know, yeah. for their season and, and, the, and the form that he's in. I was a little bit confused. There was another one, you know, to go on a rant, the Tane Milne one where he didn't get called for obstruction, where he wasn't playing at the ball, where he sort of dialed back, didn't escort, but didn't look at the ball. A bomb went up and it hit the back of his arm. But clearly <laughs> yeah. he'd run into a position to make an effect, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. affect the play and then it hits the back of his arm or thing and the, the bunker says, oh, you're not playing at it. I was a little bit disappointed with oh, that. That's it, ridiculous, those ones where someone's put their hand up and they, they're suggesting they're trying to make a tackle yeah, and the ball will hit their hand. It. And they'll go, you're yeah. not playing it. You go, what's your arm up for? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? If, um, if you're the Cowboys and Cohen Hess, Steve, are you fighting that charge? Or are you just taking the safe option, which is the one week? Um, yeah, well, it depends. Where's he at injury-wise? Does he need a little rest? Maybe it might come down to that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we haven't asked uh, Shaquille O'Neal's uh, take on this because um, yeah. he's been everywhere this week. We got Sha- <laughs> is Shaq on the show today? Well, I think we've heard. We do have a Shaq on the show We've today. got Shaq on the show? <laughs> we've got Shaq on the show. I'm surprised he's not hosting. He's literally been on everything. Like, yeah. I, I was half expected in the drive here to look at my rear vision mirror and there's Shaq sitting in the back seat. Like, what's yeah, the go? He's on was... one of the great gravy trains at the moment, isn't he? He's yeah. just on an absolute junket. Did you yeah. see him with Albo? No. Albo no, looked like... Um, one of the Lord of the Rings characters, like standing yeah. next to him. Oh, I did actually see him. He did a presentation and he it was like mini me, Matty Johns yeah. as well. Bilbo yeah. Baggins. Yeah. Very yeah. tiny. <laughs> Poor old, yeah. Anyway. Very feet. Uh, things heated up in the press conference after mm. the game. Did they? Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's listen to this audio. First of Todd Payton and then of Jason Demetrio responding to Todd Payton's comments. Yeah, very confused about some at the back end. Um, the game went for two hours tonight. Like, oh, yeah, very confused about some at the back end. Um, there was one in the first half where Jace actually hit Junior Tola through the ribs, and there was a HIA. Like, that's 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 bending the rules at best, you know. Um, and then one there with I think we forced an error. It was a scrum. It was our ball. Momentum was in our favour, and that's just a, another opportunity where they can stop the game, they get their gas back, and it holds all momentum in our favour. So I'd like the NRL to have a look at it, yeah. Will you reach out to Graham no, Asley? It's not my job. Well, it is my job, but they've got the right people to have a look at it, and I would like them um, to investigate it, yeah, or at least look closer at it. But is that something you see across the league, or is that essentially just an issue tonight? I don't think you see it across the league. Yeah, not not entirely. No. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's Todd Payton accusing South of bending the rules at best. Let's hear how Jason Demetrio responded to that. Bit of a habit about complaining about stuff. You know, it's our, our medical team is as diligent and as respectful of the rules as anyone in the game. I think if you looked at how many HIAs we've used and how many blokes we've bought off the field, we'd be one of the fewest in the competition. So suggest, suggest that, you know, I'm going to stick up for my staff here and, you know, they don't do that unless they know that there's a reason to do it. Oh, I love that stuff. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, right. when you've got yeah. coaches who are candid, yeah. you know, instead of just going, oh, that's fine, we're playing, yeah, oh, we'll yeah. look at it. When they come out and they've oh, got an opinion. It's great. It's like WWE. You, that's right. You yeah. engage when there's nothing better to watch when two people just disagree yeah. on camera. And I loved, um, that's not my job, then that's my job. Do you reckon Actually, he's got Morris? Yeah. Do you reckon he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, hang on, wait, <laughs> I'm standing. <laughs> Do you think uh, maybe Demetrio could have taken it one step further and said that, uh, Todd Payton's a weak gutted dog. Yes. <laughs> that would have been good. That Buy tickets been, yeah. to it and a charity fight that's going to happen in six months. Deadpan as well. Like, not even laugh or smile about it. Everyone's yeah. like, ha And then he's like, oh, right, he's serious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he, he does have a point. And I guess when you're on the receiving end, all the all the coaches do is whinge about the refereeing decision. You know, they lose by 10, yeah. so of course it is. But the hard facts for the Cowboys are they haven't beat. Mm, the last time they played a top eight side, they've lost all four matches. Um, as we were talking about earlier, Missile, they've had an easier run home than most teams. And when he's talking about yep. the Totola HIA, which frustrates me, a lot of the HIAs aren't direct collisions with shoulder on head. Sometimes it can be the whiplash. Sometimes it can be hitting the ground. Mm. So to say that South are bending the rules and it's only consistent amongst some teams, yep. I mean, you're really cherry-picking here. But as we said, it does make entertainment. But I think he's overstepped the mark there a little bit. Whiplash, I like that. Because yeah. like in a yeah. car, you know, the old whiplash injury and you get that thing, you'd wear it around your neck. Like, yeah. I'd love <laughs> to see, you know. The old like... Brent Tate did it for a long time. Remember oh, he had the, oh, yeah. the old bumper yeah. guard at the back? He, Brent Tate looked like he had the coat hanger still in the back of his jersey. He just, for, <laughs> he just forgot, he'd forgotten to take it. I was like, hey, mate, yeah. you still, you still got your coat hanger in, champ. Oh, Do you man. think there's danger for coaches of becoming a renowned winger? Uh, certainly some coaches do it more often than others. Uh, my point on Todd Payton would be he was certainly much less vocal when he copped that call oh, uh, against the Tigers oh, yeah. after full time. Yeah, he certainly yeah. wasn't saying anything no, that day. And Robinson, the same when he, you know, against the Panthers where they had probably three or four calls against them and then he got questioned about Lindsay Collins tackle which looks like he's just going to serve maybe four to five weeks yeah and Robinson asked on it oh that's not for me to comment on oh no I've got nothing to say and it's like the guy that was so opinionated when you're <laughs> against them and then all of a sudden something goes your way JWH I'm not sure what the penalty or the 10 minutes in the bin was for are you going to question it nah you know sort of the not my job scomo sort of thing again you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, when is it and when isn't it you know yeah. just you know they never yeah. do you ever hear coaches come out and say you know what Refs did a bloody good job out there. Yeah. You know, they were fantastic <laughs> today. And they lose by 20. That's because and then they, I had one yeah. penalty can't go, I just couldn't disagree with a single one. They were fantastic. <laughs> and then I want the refs to come out and do exactly the same thing. You go, you know, I'm sick of coaching the Roosters. They are absolute bustards. <laughs> yeah. you know, they had nine penalties. JWH couldn't control the ball. He's completely yeah. lost his bananas. You know, yeah. it, be... Imagine that if a referee came out and said, yeah. you know what, in summation of this game, I think uh, the Cowboys are really poorly coached side. Yeah. I think... They uh, don't have their structures. Uh, There's yeah. no chance they're going to make, you know, finish off I in think, the semifinals uh, this year. I think that the Cowboys board needs to investigate Todd Payton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That would be a, a role reversal, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just on the Cowboys, as Sock mentioned, uh, they've lost their past four games against current top eight teams. Um, from my perspective, 
for me, that, that, that means I don't think they're title contenders this year. I think their, their season is a resounding success. But when it comes down to it, I, I can't see them beating Penrith. I can't see them beating Melbourne. And I can't be, see them beating Souths or, or the Roosters. Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? Um, maybe they peaked a bit early. They're a very young team. Yeah, yeah. So. Which is, I think it's in their on their side. They're young. They don't have a lot of scar tissue. They're fit. Yeah. And I think when they're playing their best footy, you know, they put a lot of points. They're they're a great attacking side. Their middle forwards are playing uh, amazingly well, along with yeah. the likes of Cotter who are having breakout seasons. But when you go into finals football and you're going into that top eight, you need to be hitting the line hard. Like you're watching the Roosters now take their game to another level. Yeah. Even Melbourne match them. South now are trying to play a style of footy that isn't similar to them. They were very defensive in this game, which is unlike them. But they were trying to put a foot draw a line in the centre and say, right, we're going to really nail our defence systems here because that's what's been costing us in the last couple. As in almost put the ball away, play one out, bit yep. of ugly stuff to win a game. But if you're going to the finals four out of seven and you're North Queensland, you're not hitting that finals time at speed. Um, and if anything, you're probably going backwards. So you really want to be winning. So you get into this form, particularly in the top four, you want to win that first game get, and earn the extra week off. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't see it with them as well. They, Missile? Dearden, you know, cop yeah. one. Jatch oh, Crackers. Is that not Jeez. the worst injury you've ever heard? And kept playing. Yeah, oh, did he? Right. Yeah. yeah he Apparently he played a full game with that ruptured testicle. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. And and then, like, they can't come out and put the spray on it or anything, can they? It's like, here you go, mate. Do so they... Yeah. Repair a ruptured testicle, or they just replace it with a plastic one. Oh, in my experience of uh, <laughs> of, of, of testes, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm not sure. I think um, they do a HIA. You can on do. The, you can, on it, you can do. Yeah, HIA. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Wade had a, Matthew Wade actually had testicular cancer and had a plastic one put in. Yeah. Oh. And he was I've, trying I've to convince the doctor to get it before. to get it to get yeah. a bigger one. And the doctor's like, "No, you've got to. You don't want it looking like you know you've oh. got a softball and a bowling ball. You've got to you've got to get a match done. Yeah, so, yeah, it's got yeah. like a pool ball from the local <laughs> RSL. Just, we yeah. uh, we had a mate at uh, in high school uh, who got kneed in in the Jets crackers mm. in a football game, and it basically swelled to the size of a mandarin. Yeah, and then he didn't have it looked at, didn't have anything done to it, and the scar tissue from it just stayed that size oh, forever. Wow! So, so he's got had... a little short fuse and a big bag of dynamite. <laughs> 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 he's just left the mouldy mandarin in the lunchbox, <laughs> just there for weeks. Oh man! Oh, um, so. The other notable omission from this game was Damian Cook mm. tested positive to COVID just before the game. Uh, the Rabbitohs saying he's likely to miss. Next week with yeah. the, against the Roosters as well. We've, PCR I think we've got audio here of, of Demetrio on, on Damien Cook. Uh, PCR hasn't come back. It's only done the route this morning or mid-morning. Um, yeah, we, the boys are out at home before they head into the ground just so we get a heads up rather than coming here and then testing positive and we're, it's a mad scramble. So, yeah, and he, he rung me, said he feels fine, um, but, yeah, did his routine test and, yeah, come up that he, he was positive. So, a you know, big credit to the boys. You know, it's a, it's a pretty late change. Uh, to, had to ring around to Saliva and um, to Cody Nicarima and let him know what, that, what the changes were. But I thought Saliva in particular handled it really well. I thought he was good for us tonight. Yeah, a bit of a disruption, but the South seemed to handle it pretty well. Saliva, I thought, played played really well. And I mean, yeah. that's the privilege you've got with a guy who can play there. He can also play uh, in the front row. And Cody Nicarima, I don't mind his injection at times. He can come on at 14. He can play halfback. He can play fullback. Came on at nine, added a bit of extra uh, dynamic energy to the side. And then it was clear that... Demetrio wanted a more of a defensive output in the last 20 when we're up by eight. So he got binned and Haliva uh, was on. But, uh, I mean, it'll be a big miss for South. They miss his running game. Yeah. And a guy who's a big game player, well-renowned. Well so, you know, the thing with COVID is that you can come back after seven days with your PCR, but 
because look, these guys are fit and at the top of their game. And COVID, I don't know if you've had it, can knock you about. So you know, everyone's yeah. like, come back after seven days. Well, you'll probably have three or four days of doing nothing, feeling rotten, and then have to come out and face a really physical Roosters side yeah. potentially. Yeah, like, not worth it. Yeah, you want to have that extra week, I think, under your belt. So I'd be surprised even if his PCR didn't come back that he'd play. Jackson Paulo um, couldn't ruin the game for him this week, did he? He was. Um, yeah, oh, wasn't that a Do you know what's interesting? Obviously, he had, he's a had a, a real rough week as well with everything. But um, I have a mate that's a diehard South fan, and yeah. <laughs> I was chatting with him last night. And this is how fu- he was like. So earlier in the week, I was just like, mate, how horrible are people on the internet doing this stuff to Jackson Paulo? And then midweek, Jackson Paulo signs with the Roosters. Yeah. And he's like, right, where's me yeah. Where's me keyboard? Yeah. Serves you right. Yeah, yeah. club, you deserve to right. go. Type, 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 Jackson yeah. Paulo. He goes, anyone but the Roosters, you know. Uh, <laughs> a few continues. Uh, other game. Uh, yesterday afternoon that we got to speak about Raiders 48 defeated Seagulls 6. It's uh, Seagulls are one of those teams, right? The back after the year looks like they've just thrown the towel in now. Um, there wasn't much, <laughs> there wasn't much in the way of defense or resilience uh, against the Raiders. The Raiders now have jumped the Broncos. Believe it or not, the Raiders have jumped the Broncos. They're in the eighth position. Just it was almost the unmissable final series from the for the Broncos. They were sitting top four, mm. and then they concede over 110 points in two weeks, miss over 100 tackles What's happened? in two weeks, and now they're outside of the eight. It looks like they probably won't play finals football. I even heard the chat this week, does Kevy get sacked if they don't make the eight? And you oh, go, like, you know, f- yeah. five weeks ago, whatever. He was a genius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it'd be hard. I think it's an improvement. I mean, the, the jury's out. If they miss the finals, of course you're going to be extremely disappointed with the side that was shaking you know, a month ago, shaking the door on the top. Four without a massive amount of changes. I mean, they've lost yeah. Herbie Farmworth in the centres. I think Carrigan the big one was Carrigan in the middle, yeah. and then Selwyn Cobbo. Well, I think rested. Carrigan is yeah, is a big loss. I but d- I, yeah, I did hear Cameron Smith um, on on the footy coverage the other night say this: um, Patrick Carrigan makes no difference to that result. The other, no, on, yeah, it's not. It's not a fifty point difference in one player. No, one hundred percent agree. He's a very important part of that team. But like, yeah, he they're still getting beat. Yeah. By a significant amount yeah. from the other night. They're, they're not out yet. They're they're still in there. You're seeing there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but so I love think the... I think it was uh Broncos have to beat St. George, George. by forty two or more. Forty two yeah. and a half and then forty two and, and a half. <laughs> then and, they need a bit of a But if Canberra lose Canberra and Broncos win, Broncos go into So they're on twenty eight points each. <laughs> yes. But yes. we're not expecting Canberra final game of the season against the Tigers. Football, Tigers. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so who have given up also, haven't they? Yeah, They've, yes, I thought they were yeah. sort of like, <laughs> they barley, have. aren't they? Yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what, oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I tell you what, I loved out of that Raiders game. That was the only thing I noticed. Is Corey, <laughs> yeah. my favourite NRL or didn't player, notice. Yeah, yeah, was... Corey Horsburgh. <laughs> like, what? That bloke is just a unit, and I couldn't think. Like, you know, and hello, Corey, if you are listening. You know, I'm a massive fan of your work. Apologies in advance, Corey, because yeah, yeah, this could get you, weird. You yeah. would admit that you've got a fairly rough head, and and like. But yesterday, or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I don't know what you did to yourself, but like, it looked like to me he'd had a couple of beers and accidentally stumbled through a fire at a mate's house. Like, and he, he didn't get burnt, but he's just been singed. Like, all the, yeah, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, he had no hair on him. Oh, yeah. Not only that, he was the whitest shade of a human being I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen my eyes were like, no, oh, he's got, got the moon tan, doesn't he? Mate, if, oh, yeah, 100%. He if you go to Bunnings and you're looking for a shade of white paint, 
there's a picture of Corey Hawthorne up there. It's, like, it's acrylic, it's shining, and it's like I, I like I love him. He's a hard unit. You want him on your team, but yeah. Um, yeah. I've been saying this for ages. We need to get behind him for the sexiest man in rugby league. Um, yeah, yeah. Or the what do the, well, uh, the budgie, budgie smuggler do? Ordinary rig competition. Oh, do they? We got to showcase for that. You yeah. know, your sloppy rig and some <laughs> obscure talent like play the flutes or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the flute. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. heard uh, special skill. I think it was Jordan Rapana was interviewed after the game and they asked him about Corey Horsburgh's uh, haircut. And he said he'd gone and got a haircut during the week, didn't like it, so went home and shaved his own head. (laughs) As if that was an improvement. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, this barber doesn't know what he's doing. I'll do it myself, right? Yeah, I know. It didn't look like just his head to me. It looked like he'd shaved his whole body. Yeah. He he was like... And I reckon he'd also got a bit of cream in there because it was shiny. Yes. The top of the... Yeah, it was. Old school Vaso or like a bit of... um, Brill cream. Without the, without the brill. Done the Michael just... Klim. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being a, that barber and Corey Horsburgh doesn't like your haircut. You'd be like trembling. In your oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, uh, on the game, though. So Canberra now, good chance of making the eight with Corey Horsburgh on fire. Manly, ever since Pride Round. Uh, yeah. It's just... We'll look back at that as the event that uh, unraveled their season. Nearly 30. Should have been 32, 34, nil at half time. Disappointing being a Manly supporter. And the, the other game... Uh, was there was another game? Yeah, there was. There was <laughs> I thought there was only two games last night. I was ready to wrap that segment up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, should we look at the look at the doggy <laughs> sharks game? Have I just have I just cut your lunch? Ah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Look, I think uh, I think this is potentially another team that's shut up shop for the year. We've seen. Is this the most you can remember that happening in recent memory of teams just with huge blowouts? This not that this was a huge blowout, but realistically, the Bulldogs were never in the game. Mm. Uh, I can't. I, I honestly, my I'm a goldfish. I can't remember the end of last season. But to my memory, there hasn't been this much of a, a a blowout towards the end of the year with teams just sort of throwing in the white the the, the white towel. Yeah, I remember there was a, a couple of years ago. There was a fair bit of press about blowouts happening all the time in the NRL because of the yeah. six again rule and yeah. Yeah. things changing. But then all of a sudden it's sort of stopped a bit. But then yeah. just yeah, last few games maybe people have just checked out. There there are a lot of injuries. Yeah. yeah, and COVID, yeah, um, like sitting out with COVID and this and that, and but it's the sides who who've got nothing to play for who are getting absolutely. Yeah. Maybe the only outlier there is Brisbane, where you're just like, what has? Yeah, what know, are they doing? Yeah, Every yeah, hundred yeah, points yeah. in two weeks. If, but, if you think if you're a Bulldogs player, right? So you've uh, you've kind of rallied this season under Mick Potter, um, and you've got the season back on track somewhat, and then the Bulldogs come out and sign Seraldo on five years, so Potter's gone. So you kind of you you're playing for nothing really now, are you? Like you can't say you're playing for your coach because your coach is gone. How what is Mick? What's Mick Potter's motivation or what? What's he saying to the players? You know, I need you to rally for me. <laughs> yeah. So what? We can't make the eight. I'm not here next year. Your end of season trips are booked for the first week of finals. <laughs> um, the the they outfits cut half the squad, have haven't they? There's probably seven or eight that are that are done at the end of the, yeah. the season as well. It's, it's Same for a lot of these bottom teams. They've got a mass players leaving who probably don't give a rat's about the last couple of games. They've got coaches leaving. Uh, there's just so many circumstances that as a player you'd be like, do I want to put my body on the line this week or do I go into this contact 
you know, at 80%. Well, that's, so that's, that's the big point I think is that it, it only, you only have to shift the dial slightly against that hesitation of like, yeah. Look, I've, I've got to make sure that I'm fit and ready to go for a contract next season. And all of a sudden, you're out of contest. Trip. But he's saying that. The do- yeah, that's right. You've got to look. I don't want to be in the leg the, brace yeah. in the Vegas pool party. That's right. But I thought they played all right, the doggies. I mean, they were in it for yeah. a, a good crack of the game. As in, the teams that are at the bottom, they probably out of the round showed the most fight of a team that had, you know, little to play for. But actually, it was 10-0 for the majority of the game. They had one disallowed. Um, I thought they, you know, defended you know, extremely well against the Sharks outfit that's, let's face it, won 10 out of their last 11. Um, they're second on the ladder and can lock in a home final with a with a win next week over, yeah, the, over so your night. So, you know, they've still got a lot <laughs> to play Did you say for. with or when they win yeah. over the night? No, no, no. <laughs> Mate, yeah. it's, all, it's old boys day next week. Oh, so well. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Okay. There used to be a thing they where we never, then. We never lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I never used to lose at home either no, and that's kind of changed. So this game did have big implications for the top eight and that was for the Sharks. They now move into second and the Cowboys lose... Uh, to South. So it looks like, pending results next week, it looks like Sharks uh, will have a home game first first week of the finals. They're going to play that at Points Bet Stadium down there in Cronulla, which I think we spoke about yesterday has a capacity of about 11,500. Uh, are the Sharks the real deal? Can they, can they win it? Obviously, they're the real deal. They're going to be there or about, but can they win this comp? Yeah, well, I look, I think Penrith win the comp. I'd I think we're we're all wasting our time unless Parramatta can play Penrith every week yeah. in, the, in the finals. Um, yeah. But I mean, the Sharks seem to be from the start of the season when I saw they were pretty flashy, and and they've certainly like last night. I thought that was an impressive win. They, despite the fact it's only sixteen nil, uh, it was ten nil or twelve nil early doors, wasn't it? And yeah. then um, they had to really work hard, so yeah. they didn't let it, any tries in. Yeah. Um, their work in progress, I think. They're probably one player. Sh- I mean, uh, Kennedy's still out, right? Yes. yes at the moment. Yes. Kennedy. I think they'll, I think they'll welcome back both Will Kennedy and Katoa on the wing as they come into the final. So they'll be at full strength. Plus they'll get, get back for Nukin. Yeah. So, uh, and a year that you talk about coaches as well, right? I mean, there's been some guys with their head on the chopping block, you know, yeah. the Sharks have struggled and then you get a guy in his first year to really galvanise and bring together a team that wouldn't yeah. have played a lot of footy together. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, their, their halves or their spine wouldn't have played a lot of consistent footy. But to come out and show, I mean, I think they're the, out of the top four teams, I think they're the the, the smoky that I think will actually put some pressure on uh, Penrith and, yeah, and Melbourne. Right. Will they have enough? I, I'm not sure. I mean, who knows? Finals football is interesting stuff, but. All right, we've got a caller as phone oh, through on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's just come through as Canberra Raiders Desperado. <laughs> Hello, are you there, Desperado? Hello. You might recognise Desperado. Is is this Channel 10 presenter and Sunday Crunch Time host, Jalisa Apps? It is. It is. And the good thing is, when when I'm busy with my other work, the great thing is I get to listen to it. And and so I sit here listening to you guys on a Sunday, but I'm enjoying the show as a... As a listener, not a participant, really loving it. The Mandarin story. <laughs> what about the Mandarin story? Yeah. 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 It was, was uh, awakening. Jay, um, got... yeah, Jay, have you called Sorry, in? Sorry, just... Yeah, so you can send an invoice now? Like, do you qualify? <laughs> yeah. Is this a show? Yeah, yeah. 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 100%. If, if they ask, tell them I. No, I've got FOMO. I just, I miss, I miss being there on a Sunday, but I've got a radical plan. Why are you not here if you can ring us in? Yeah. 
Well, because I'm working. I'm not working hard. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. What's your plan? I Tell listen. us your plan. Okay. Okay. This is my radical plan and it's, it's going to get a lot of hate. Um, <laughs> so my, my radical plan to fix these absolute rubbish games that we're seeing at the moment. Yep. And I expressed this to Maddie White during the week. I think that in the last eight weeks of the competition, the eighth spot on the ladder should be decided by your form in the last eight weeks. So you start a whole separate ladder with eight weeks to go, and the team that is on top of that ladder takes the eighth spot. Because with all due respect to the Raiders uh, and my team, and I'm wishing that they go all the way, can, can we see them going all the way? Probably not. So I think it then rewards. If you then, like someone like the Bulldogs, I really think that if they had dug in, they could have made that eight spot if they weren't so far behind already and then done a bit of damage. And when you had the scenario, I mean, it's a little bit different now that the fixtures have happened this weekend. But when you had the scenario a few days ago where realistically the Roosters and the Rabbits, if they had dropped those games, look, which were tough games, look like they could drop out of the eight, that would have been ridiculous because the Raiders, compared to the Roosters and the Rabbits, the Roosters and the Rabbits can definitely win the premiership. The Raiders can't. Like, I, I just don't think that they can. So I think your form in the last eight weeks, it, it would then give you incentive to not shut up shop. I like I it. I don't mind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind if it. We so we, we've, dead rubbers. we've heard people saying, uh, basically, this is a carrot and a stick scenario, right? The stick is... Should someone be relegated, and that, and so therefore they're playing for fear of getting relegated, mm. or this is the other end of the scale. It's the carrot. Uh, are you playing for that last spot in the semi-finals? Either, either way, I think we've got to find something to keep these bottom teams motivated. And Ja is right. Uh, it, it would have been a travesty if South or the Roosters dropped out of that top eight based off, off their form. J.A., what do you make of uh, Corey Horsburgh's uh, new look? How do you? <laughs> No, this is the bit of the show I didn't like. Oh. I didn't, oh, <laughs> just when I was speaking, no. is that right? <laughs> no, this is the bit where I muted you. Um, the mandar- well, the mandarin testicle, I got a little queasy at, but this bit I actually got just furious. All right. Well, oh, no. Leave him alone. Oh, no, I, I, I think you missed I love him. Like, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of him. It's... It's a yeah, it's a bit of a man crush. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. genuinely love him. I'm mainly scared of him, and yeah. also you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, thanks for the call, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Pleasure. Miss you all. Bye. Miss bye. you too. Love you. Bye. All right. Today, after crunch time at three p.m., we have coverage of the Knights first Titans. It isn't Mary Braybrook. It is, in fact, Mark Braybrook, yeah. Matt Rogers, and Gary Belcher with the call. Uh, this is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. This is NRL Crunch Time. Yeah, welcome back to NRL Crunch Time on this sunny Sydney Sunday. Look at that. What's that called? Alliteration. alliteration. Mm, there you yeah. go. Alliteration for mm-hmm. your Sunday. Spell it. No, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> IT. Uh, hey. Now let's yeah. Let's preview today's game, lads. This is the dirty merger uh, cup. Cup. Mm. Tigers versus Dragons. Uh, not much to play for here. 
not much to play for. Maybe I mean, I for love the, that. the Tigers. Yeah, why do they bother? They're what trying they, to avoid the wooden spoon. Do you think you know how they have? Uh, you know how they have the the prize for the minor premiership. Maybe you find the wooden spoon team, oh. hundred thousand, yeah. and that makes them try and avoid getting it. Maybe you find every player in the wooden spoon team ten k. Well, you're saying the carrot and the stick, and I, I agree. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're usually literal stick for the bottom uh, team. They should be shamed, a bit like Game of Thrones. Just uh, walk down, and the fans can just sort of throw you know yeah. rotten food. But I think if you want to incentivize those bottom eight teams, it's simple. There's a lot of money in this salary cap. There's a lot of money in the NRL. Yeah, make it that they're playing for you know the winners. I was talking about this the other day. The winners, the minor premiership, get $100,000, right? Which is rubbish. Which is rubbish. Like, when you finish, finish a full season of football and you finish on top, yeah. not enough is done or celebrated, I think. But I think if you made that a million dollars and then filtered that down to the yeah. players that they had some sort of financial, so the difference between maybe 15th and 16th was $200,000. And it sort oh, of progressively yeah, went up. And then you went, like right, it. well, we can finish... 14th, which means our prize money is 400,000. Yeah. We split that between the group. We're making an extra 15 or 20 grand each. You know? let's, uh, so the $100,000, if you're the minor premiers, let's split that. Let's, let's assume it goes to the players. It probably doesn't, but let's assume it goes to the players. You've got a 30-man squad, so you're getting it's, about three grand each. Is it go to like, like, coaches' fines? Where's all that money from coaches' fines and all that? Where does that money come from? Like? I think from the club, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 3000 3, bucks. Let's ring Ricky. Per player to get through 26 rounds of the hardest, one of the hardest competitions in the world. It doesn't make any sense. I think it should be, you start at a million for the team that finishes uh, first and the team that finishes uh, last is $0. And you make up, you know, either a hundred or $200,000 increments from first to last. And then all that money goes straight to the players. So everybody's playing for something. So if you're the Tigers right now, uh, you're playing for essentially it's a job bonus, right? Yeah. And and a lot of jobs out there have it. At the end of the year, do you hit your your budget, your target, your goals, your KPIs? Do you get your bonus? And you, are the Tigers going to get their bonus this afternoon? So Tigers run last, they get zero. Is that what you're saying? Zero. Then the team who running second last, what are they like three dollars eighty? Like, yeah. what, 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 like give me a <laughs> well, if we, if we make the gap between a million and uh, and zero, <laughs> I, I guess they'd be at what a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, something like that. Yeah. So they're, they're playing okay. for a couple of grand each. Yeah. It's it's not nothing. You'd make it no. worthwhile for the players that if you finished fifteenth and fourteenth, it was distinguishable amongst. Or even if you exactly. made top, make the top five million, it, you know, to me, it, it would change the way that clubs would prepare and play for this end of the season. Because yeah. you know, chatting to Joel Kane as well, you know, who's played football, you're like, okay, you're running out for the West Tigers now. What do you have to play for? Where where are you trying to get yourself up and ready for this game? Because the fans, a season ticket holder at West Tigers, you can pay tw- up to $1,200 as a platinum member. Some are closer to $2,000. To play, you want your team turning up and putting on a contest and competing right until the end of the season, regardless yep. of where you finish. Um, and you start detracting from the fan, you know, your, your club's already got enough issues. So, look, it's it's it is what are we calling it? What's this cup that we're seeing the Dragons and <laughs> the, the West Side, the, mer- the Dirty Merger <laughs> Cup? Um, it's I'm an interesting forward pack here. Yeah, from the, do you want to read that out for us? The Tigers forwards pack. So look, got, they've obviously got injuries and suspensions, but this is basically where their season's finished. So they've got Offahangawi and Musgrove as the props with Simkin at hooker. Freebarn, Tuolagi and Brown will make up the rest of the pack. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. When I'm looking over at the forwards that the Dragons are going to uh, produce. There's a stark difference, isn't there? <laughs> you've got Laurie and DeBellin. Sullivan at hooker, Maguire, Sewer, and Bird. Yeah. That's an intimidating Look, pack. With all due respect to those Tigers players, they're not exactly 
household names, but also not exactly in form. Uh, do we see a bloodbath here? Or, or will the Tigers rally and, you know, play for pride? Depends which Dragons team turn, turns up. I mean, it seems to be about They're four. They're a bit Jekyll and Hyde themselves, yeah. aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. Well, like one week they'll be amazing and then the next minute – they're absolutely rubbish. So it's hard to know. Um, I mean, look, it's down, it's, you know, in Wollongong, right? Yeah. It's a beautiful day. No, it's not. Sorry. Oh, no. It's Combank Stadium. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, just you know, we just got a message in too. Uh, Shaq, he's on the way. Hopefully having him by the end Shaq of the show. Shaq is on the way. There We've we go, listeners. Shaq. Shaq. Stay tuned. Shaq coming up uh, later in the show. Uh, remember... The Titans versus Knights game will be on this afternoon with Braybrook, Rogers, and Belcher. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. This is NRL Crunch Time. Yeah, this is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil with over 60 years of leading civil construction experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Welcome back to our listeners across the SEN network. SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1170 in Sydney, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. You can also listen through the SEN app. If you missed the first hour of the show, check out the Crunch Time podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And remember, you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170 or text us on 0457 736 736. Also, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. You can also DM us. We're there at SEN League. All right, let's have a look at Friday night's game. Cast our minds back. It seems like an age ago. Mm. Uh, here's the highlights from Friday night's games. Sean O'Sullivan, oh, nice work, Dylan Edwards. Oh. Nice work, Brighton. Now gets away to To'o. To'o, Brian scores. Brian To'o. It was brilliant skill out of the right end for the Penrith Panthers. Momentum gets Brian To'o there. 12 minutes remaining in the first Goes half. Back to Yo. Panthers Yo take to the lead. 10 points to six. And with a big Puts the ball down for Penrith. And they do punctuate in style. The Panthers go to 44. Kick to come, Warriors 12. Here's Keary, sends it to Hutchison, and Tupo! They've responded, and some. Oh, what a hit back by the Roosters. Oh, ball from Lodge. That, he squeezed that out of nowhere. And Crichton steps infield. He keeps it alive. Tedesco's there. And away for Victor Radley. And he sends it back to Keary, who's going to kick over the top, and Manu is unmarked, and the ball bounces perfectly. Electric footy from the Roosters. It's 12 deal with a kick to come. Full time in a great clash on Friday night footy. The Roosters, 18, have beaten the Melbourne Storm, 14. Game of the round, of course, may also be one of the games of the season. Uh, it's getting a bit feisty down there. Steve, you noticed something in particular during the game. Yeah, I watched it on Channel 9, and um, the great Joey Jones, the eighth immortal, uh, he just seemed to have a little bit of a love, of affection for uh, Suwalihi, Joseph Suwalihi. He, yeah. I think, you know, this happens a lot with commentators. 
you notice that they have a particular favourite player. Do you remember yeah. Ray Warren used to love Menzies? Mm. Wettinghausen. <laughs> uh, there was a couple of those players, like um, Gus loves the Fox. Fast, yeah, he does. Fastest, fastest man, man on the planet. planet. Yeah, fastest yeah. man on the planet. <laughs> oh, you, you, fastest man on the planet. You just drive fastest man. Oh, yeah, we get it. We get it, right? Um, but, it, yeah, so Friday night, it was definitely Joey. And he, he was getting a bit, like, in my opinion, it was a little bit creepy. So he would just sort of, oh, I'm not going to impersonate Joey, but <laughs> it was like every time Suwili, he'd run the ball, he'd go, Oh, what a player. <laughs> oh, look, look at him go. Have a look at the high leg lift on that man. Oh, oh, Sualihi. What a player. Get a room, Joey. Get a room. Oh, he, 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 like, and you know, the funny thing was, like, he wasn't like, Sualihi's been having a great season. Like, obviously, clearly, he's just now looks like he's going to be an incredible player, but he, would, he didn't do anything flash on Friday night. Like, he literally just no, had a hit yeah, up, yeah. and Joey'd yeah. be like, Oh, what a run. <laughs> what about Suwili? <laughs> oh, uh, give the ball to take Su- having music like that. Oh, <laughs> he's knocked it on. <laughs> Suwili. Oh. Joseph, if you're walking the streets of the eastern suburbs listening to the show, just keep an eye out. I think Joey, Joey lives over that way now. Does he? Uh, mm. For the Roosters, that's seven straight wins. Seven straight now. Uh, heading into the, the f- well, heading towards the final series. They're peaking. You, you, but you've got to say they're up there with the form teams in the comp. Are they the form team in the comp? Well, I think so. I mean, that was probably the most brutal clash that we've seen all season. You know, you talk about players setting the tone. Well, JWH yeah. and Sofa Solomono were just going <laughs> at it from from ball one. Basically turned the game into a forwards game, essentially. Mm. You know, they've got exciting back lines and exciting ball movers and dynamic players like Munster and Keery and Walker. But it basically just turned the game on its head when those two were going hard at it. Um, I mean, there were a couple of injuries, a couple of standout injuries. I think if you're the Roosters team, which is red hot at the moment, going to play the Bunnies next week uh, at the opening of Alliance, but they're going to be missing a few plays. Lindsay Collins looks like he'll be out. You've got uh, Tupou went off with a groin injury early on as well. And then we obviously had Victor Radley, which is probably one of the more disturbing scenes on a a football field, given everything that had gone on. uh, We had the Sofa Solomono elbow to Suwalihi, which... Uh, you know, if that lands in the wrong place, was it's, it was extremely physical is one way to describe it. How um, does Victor Radley play again this year? Well, let's be honest. Well, yeah, we've got this from, uh, so Victor Radley's father has come out yeah. and asked the club not to pick him next week, which we don't hear often at all. Uh, so this story has come through. Excuse me. Uh, this story's come through. The father of Sydney Roosters forward, Victor Radley, has appealed to his son to take a break from football next weekend after his sickening knockout that shocks hundreds of thousands of TV viewers on Friday night. Radley lay on the ground unconscious and convulsing for several minutes after a frightening collision. Uh, Nigel Radley, who's his father, great British name, that. Nigel. Nigel. Hello, Nigel. What's happening, Nigel? Just waiting for that nice uh, <laughs> romancing music to go to this. <laughs> yeah, this one was less romantic. Um, Nigel's come out and said, I don't think he should play next week. There's nothing to gain. They've made the finals and he should rest for the following week. You'd think with the head clash protocols, he'd have to miss a week anyway. A rest will do him good. It was a pretty severe one. You'd, you'd imagine, look... I'm not a, pre- uh, a parent, uh, Steve. I almost said I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you can't, I was say, you can't, I'm not pregnant you either. Can't spell it. Uh, <laughs> as as a parent, that'd have to be 
bloody hard to watch. Um, yeah, well, look, it was hard to watch just in general, but you're yeah. right. Imagine being, yeah, he, his eyes rolled back. It was like you had the feature. You got the feature going in a poker. Yeah. He's like the poker yeah. machine eyes. Uh, and, look, in, in terms of, like, I'm a Knights fan, Kalen Pong has had two what seemed quite innocuous head knocks to me, um, and has, they've, uh, they've, they've benched him. That's it. You're done for the season. And... Like Victor Radley to me seems to get knocked out every week. There was a game a yep. couple of weeks ago where he got a massive head clash, went off, had his whole face taped up, and then ten minutes later he's back out there. And I'm like, what's yep. he doing? Well, they did ask Robbo in the you know what what are your thoughts on the victory? He's like, oh well, he can remember everything but the tackle, and he was up speaking fine. So we'll let our medicos. Whereas I'd like a coach maybe to take the coach hat off for a second, yes. and maybe put the dad hat on. Yeah. You know, Gordon Tallis said it as well as a coach, their job is to win and get results and you want Victor the inflictor out there playing every yeah. week because he's yep. so because he puts his head where most people don't put their feet you know <laughs> yeah. and then we, we saw that but I think you'd love Except a coach to come stall. out and say mate even if you are fit you've pro- passed all the protocols which would surprise me he was co- having fits which yeah. I was I was studying up like I was like is that normal after yeah. a concussion to see yeah. someone convulsing like basically you've affected the neural pathways that much that your brain the, the synapses just aren't working so your body goes into this Scary epileptic stuff. fit and it it was horrifying to watch, and it was scary. I mean, that game was brutal enough, and to sort of end on that note, just reinforces when the club and the NRL has got a duty of care to come with head collisions, and they're trying to make sure that these things are penalised and looked at and with the HIA assessments. I think erring on the side of caution is the thing that the NRL should do because seeing sickening blows like that, maybe a week after, two weeks after, you won't see the effects, but I don't want to see a bloke like him at oh, 60. No. With dementia. Oh, and it can't be good long term. No way. And you know what? Like, when I saw that in the sheds after the game and he was in there still in his jersey, I'm like, mate, shouldn't this bloke be maybe in at the hospital? hospital? Yeah. It's, it seemed to me that he was there out in front of the camera. Deliberately to show that he was fine. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. To go, I oh, agree. guess what? He's right for next week. He'll be okay. okay. Look at him. He's got a beer. He's all right. Hello, yeah. hello. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was drinking beer, by the way. I watch a lot of UFCs and you see some sickening knockouts in the UFC. I've never seen anyone convulse in the ring after a knockout in the UFC. But also, if they get knocked out in the UFC, I think it's something like a three-month layoff before they can have a fight again. Yep. Uh, where we're talking about Radley potentially coming back next week, at, at most in two weeks' time. It's a little bit concerning. And, they, and this, that was like a car crash he had the other night. The, he went in full speed. Bromwich was coming at full speed. Uh Adrian Prezenko, who's on Saturday in our crunch time, was talking about a story he did earlier this year with uh, Thompson, the front rower from the Bulldogs, yep. the British front rower, uh, Luke Thompson. And he said after a head clash he had early this year, he was basically stuck in a dark bedroom uh, for, for weeks, if not months afterwards. Wow. He was so sensitive to light and yeah. noise that yep. he was getting nauseous and vomiting and head spins if he went outside. Mm. That's the effect that we're having on these players' brains. Um, Sam Harper was a cricketer as well. He got, without going on the side, but he got hit in the head with the cricket bat. It was the same thing. Couldn't diagnose, couldn't work out exactly what it was, but was stuck in a room, a lightless room for two to two to three months. Essentially the same. But look, it was a physical game. Lindsay Collins looks like he's going to miss four weeks for his, what would you call that, hip drop roller. Hip drop, season over. Season over. And again, the the... the inequitable situation that you see with the bunker and and the review committee. When you look at Nelson, Asafa Solomono, Jared Hargraves, both avoiding bans and then someone like Cohen Hess facing two weeks, it just doesn't stack up. It's It surprises me a lot to see Nelson, who goes in with heavy contact with Olam, uh, probably a pass on that one, but a deliberate head headbutt on the ground. Where, where do you draw the line with these one match, two match, 
you know, it just seems yeah. really inconsistent at the moment. Maria Hargraves and uh, and Nelson really push the envelope, don't they? With yeah. What's, uh, it's fines. entertaining to watch. It is. It, it is. was a full grub off, wasn't it? It yeah. was like two grubs just going. Yeah, they were just <laughs> ripping in. Like, how ridiculous. As a co- like, I co- I'm, I'm not an NRL coach, but I coach footy and – the frustration Robinson must have felt when the refs called him out just before he went to the yeah. bin and he said, this Next is it, one in. line in the sand. And then gee, Jared just goes straight up. <laughs> I know it wasn't a huge <laughs> thing, but when you've just been, hey, mate, don't touch that camp, that you know that thing on the uh, – don't touch the car keys, leave them over there. And yeah, then two yeah. seconds later, the kid's grabbing the car keys and throwing them around. Yeah. You go into the bin. You go into the naughty corner. Like, yeah. I know, again, there wasn't much in it. He sort of tried to rip his face off a little bit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't yeah, much in it. But... Minus the eye gouge, the face yeah. pulling, the hair pulling, <laughs> and the headbutt. It seemed pretty – but the referee did say next man in. And it seemed yeah. like there were 15 blokes who'd all oh, come yeah. in. I'm like, yeah. it's almost – well, if we bin one, we're going to have to – the bunk would be going, oh, we've, we've dug ourselves. Yeah. yeah, let's get to a couple of texts here. We've, I've kind of put these off, but – Let's get to a couple. Firstly, in the Storm versus Roosters game, the Newey Rooster says, Coach Robbo said in his press conference that JWH, Jared Murray Hargraves, decided to make the game a forward battle. Certainly, certainly seemed that way. He took it, took it on himself. Here's one for my little slip of the tongue earlier. This one's from Brendan. He said, I'm surprised you're not pregnant, white caviar. Your team keeps screwing you. <laughs> <laughs> that, get, do we have an award for text of the day? Yeah. Yeah. That's a and here's one maybe for you, Steve. Yeah. This, is, uh, oh, this is in Rabs's voice, oh, one yeah. of his play- favourite players. Mundine. He goes, shut the gate. He's over. Yeah. <laughs> Rob from Jerry Gong. No, yeah. Rob, Rob from Jerry Gong. Yeah. R- Rabs used to love him as well. Blacklock. He used to love a bit of Blacklock. But yeah. I just remember Menzies. Like, yeah. it was always nice Menzies. Yeah. yeah. There he goes. But Joey, you know, Joey, you know who he likes? Yeah. Joseph Suiali. He'd be like, look at, the li- look at the high leg lift. I'd never heard that before. <laughs> he was just talking about his running style as he runs up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at his leg lift. Look at the heavy leg lift. Joseph. Ali. Sui Hello, Joseph. Sui Ali. We've also. Uh, we've have also a go. That's to... quite fun. Have a go. I reckon you should have a go at that. Yeah. Sui Ali. Oh, Sui isn't it? Yeah. Sui Ali. Oh, what a player. I feel like I'm on smooth now. Yeah. We've also got some feedback for JA and her. Modifications. What would you call it? Yeah, yeah modifications. Right. So this one says, tell J.A. to stick to a day job. Raiders would be in the top four from the last eight rounds going off that idea. It's unfair for teams in bottom eight playing teams in top eight for last eight rounds. So, look, there's an argument to be made both ways. It, it, but it is. There's, I think there needs to be some sort of motivation for these, these bottom teams. Uh, last one here from Mort. He said, G'day, fellas. Regarding the Broncos, four to five weeks ago, there was an article in the Korean Mail. It was about Kevy's bonuses if they made the top four or the eight. Do the players get a bonus? They've had one win since. Let's, yeah, we kind of just touched on that. I, I, to my knowledge, uh, the players don't get a bonus. Their bonuses are for things like getting selected for Australia. They'll have bonus clauses in their contract where if they become a, an international player, their, their salary goes up. And also bonuses for, for origin. Um, if they make state of origin and become a, well, then a, a, an origin player, their, their salary pushes up further. Um, but did you, do you have... Sport, yeah, well, cricket's a bit different, but there is performance pay. So if you win, if you're playing for Australia, you get a match fee and you get a win bonus fee. And oh, then if right. you beat a top four uh, team in the world, you'll get a higher uh, tour. So say if Australia beat India and they'll rank yeah. number one, 
you'd get a superior bonus if you bet a 10th ranked uh, test team. So right. one of the test two. So it was, there's a lot of performance pay that is linked to success. The, the, the argument is, will you pay better if your performance pay? You're already playing for Australia. Do you think you're going out there going, oh, if we, if we don't win this test, I'm going to lose. It's or true. if we win, yeah. oh, that's now I want to win. Can you give us an example of maybe, let's say it's a, a one-dayer in a, mm. in a series in Australia against, say, yep. New Zealand. What would a win bonus be for so just think, a normal one-dayer? I think it would be a good 40% of your match fee. So you might get, say, 11, seven or eight grand. And then probably another four or five as a match fee. And then if you it's win the series, out, is it? if you get a, if you get a series <laughs> yeah. win, you'll get a, a probably another twenty to thirty if you beat a top four team in the world. I can see why you've never retired now. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging in there for the coin, yeah, I never lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind seeing it in, in rugby league players' uh, pay or contracting systems, particularly with these bottom eight teams. Incentivize them. Incentivize the players. Uh, and just make it cut across the, the top from the NRL down that they can, you know, make it public. It makes it interesting. Yeah, and maybe personalise it a bit more so particular players get stuff like Corey Horsburgh. <laughs> Horsburgh yeah, yeah he, gets, he gets a haircut Free clause. Brill cream, yeah, yeah, Brill Cream. Yeah. Shine, a bit of shine. Text, uh, text, us in, text us in on the program, 0457 736 736. What, what bonuses would you propose for the football players? Would you say a match bonus, a finals bonus, and how much do they deserve? Uh, just a quick score update here from Combank Stadium. It is St. George Illawarra leading the Tigers 6-0 in the Dirty Merger Cup. Come on, the Dragons. Uh, we're 25 minutes to go in the first half. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. This is NRL Crunch Time. Yeah, welcome back to NRL Crunch Time. Let's look back on this. Uh, again, this feels like an age ago. The other <laughs> Friday night game, the Panthers up against the Warriors. Uh, this was a one-sided affair, boys. Well, it didn't start that way, no. did it? No. Yeah, you're right. Only you're right. second try of the season. Yeah, straight out of the blocks. And then uh, the halftime score was no reflect. I know when, I hate people, people, people saying that, by the way. You know, that score line is not flattering. Well, they still scored the tries on them. So, um, obviously. But they were in it for a bit, the Warriors. Like, it looked um, like it could be a bit of a danger game. But, I mean, Penrith are just too good, aren't was they? Was Reese Walsh another man that got about his stall work? He did get No, caught. he was done down uh, it, it the Gold Coast, was it? No, no, no it was okay. more uh, up and down the Just Millionaire Mile. What do you call it up there? The drag, <laughs> the Gold Coast. The drag Gold there. Mile? Yeah, whatever. The drag. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't in a store. I don't know if that's called, when they call it the drag. You know? Yeah, Gold Coast drag. Yeah. yeah. The vape. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got beautiful eyelashes. I love his eyelashes. I can't He is a beautiful man. Yeah. Uh, for the Panthers, Jerome Luai <laughs> gets through unscathed. Uh, the that they're saying the Panthers are going to rest an absolute swathe of players uh, for next week's clash with the Cowboys, as you would. Nothing really to gain. That's the other. That's the other side of this is the Panthers have had the minor premiership wrapped up now for two weeks. Yeah. What are they playing for? They're just trying not to get injured in these last three, four games. Yeah. What do you do next week if you're Penrith? Are you? I rest seventeen players. Do you? So I... like Origin week again. I would. Except Dylan Edwards, make him play. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to be careful, don't you? That you go. You don't want to also hit the first round of finals. You know, be rusty. Yeah. 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 Well, they're going to have Cleary coming back. I mean, Fisher Harris was back. Was uh, played in the match. Do you think he's the best prop in the game? Is that would that be your Tarpany? Ooh. Tarpany. Tarpany. Yeah. Um. Certainly, um, 
<laughs> That's sorry, there was a big break in the game behind us. Yes, the West Tigers yeah. almost went over. Yeah. It is St. George Illawarra leading the West Tigers 6 0 still. You sort of got heavily and involved in that. They lot. have scored. They've just scored a try. Yeah, it's yeah. far Manu Brown has gone over next to the post, so they should <laughs> level it up here, the Tigers, at 6 0 with St. George Illawarra. Cody Ramsey in the sin bin for holding a player back off the ball. And also a bad haircut um, he's in the bin for as well. I heard the ref say that on the way off. He's yeah. like, what, mate? You've got a, what looks like a normal haircut, but you yeah. just decided to shave the side bits up <laughs> real high and think someone would like that. You're off. Ted. Get off. Ten Ted. in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. No, back, to our, up. back to our premier props in the game for sure. Fisher-Harris, uh, Tapane, I agree. And I'd say Nelson up up with those guys as well. And his form's dropped towards the back end of the season, but Payne has always, you know, throws himself in that equation as well. Yeah, in terms of but Penrith, um, what do you do with Luai next week? He, he Obviously, we expected him to be out until the finals, and then he played on that knee, and he's he looked fine. Like he had a, beautifully, yeah. Yeah, didn't he? He's got, geez, he's got good breaks. Yeah, like he he runs and he's able to stop on a dime. Like he just same stops. with Jerome Hughes. These halves yes. who are so good that can so agile and dynamic. You know, moving forward, still keeping the shoulders square, but still being able to move laterally is it's it's when that when it gets when that goes right, it's nothing better to watch on a football field. As much as I hate to say it, he's such a beautiful mover with the ball. Yeah, Luai, and I think his counterpart. Uh, so, there we go. He's, oh. he's such a beautiful mover. Left, <laughs> right, get right into Good it. Though. Nice. Oh, Jerome Luai, Luai, Luai. When his hip, what did you say? His shoulders <laughs> stay square on, and those <laughs> hips move left to right. Good night. <laughs> Oh, dear. Anyway, he played well. And his counterpart, Sean O'Sullivan, is also playing well. Um, isn't it a luxury to have when you're the Penny Panthers and oh, you can yeah. fill in with the likes of Sean O'Sullivan, who, you know, everyone talks about Cleary's kicking game. Well, I think Sean O'Sullivan's got a really underrated kicking game as well. Seems to be taking a lot of good options at halfback and will be good buy for the Dolphins. But, um, you know, you can be... He started out the season so well for the Panthers. I think they were the underdogs, I think, round two of the season. But then I don't think they've been underdogs since maybe against the Bunnies. Yeah. Um, so well-deserved minor premiers and, and still playing red-hot football. Next week might be a little bit different, as you said. Yeah, well, let's let's have a little look of, ahead to next week and the run home for teams. So we've got the Panthers up against the Cowboys. Uh, like we said, we're expecting the Panthers to rest a lot of players there. That's away. That's away. Would you expect them to go on the flight? Would you take them up there? Or would you just rest them back in Sydney? I'd probably rest them. I'd probably give them a week off. Go They'd probably the... go to a Jack Harlow concert or one of those. I'm sick of seeing that. He's <laughs> like, just se- going around watching. It it's... makes me feel old, that does. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm 47 this year. I'm not in terms of, I don't think, I don't, I don't feel old. But when I watch that thing with the Panthers and Jack yeah. Harlow, I feel like I'm about 73. Yeah. Just wouldn't it, wouldn't that have the same effect sense. if we all just got together and went to a Taylor Swift concert? We're just like squealing <laughs> on the side. Like, oh, we're playing Tay-tay. the <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, we've also got the Sharks Western Knights that should be an easy win for the Sharks right oh, yeah. so you'd think they'd stay in second position Cowboys yes. uh, obviously travelling to um, to the Panthers uh, sorry at home against the Panthers should stay in third this is where things get interesting so the Storm and the Eels will play each other they're currently fourth and fifth so should the Storm win that, they'll stay in fourth, could potentially rise to third. Uh, should the Eels win that, they'll go up into the top four and the Storm will drop drop down into that uh, into that bottom four, which is a, a dangerous place to be. Right, wouldn't you love to see an Eels-Panthers rep first week of the finals uh, playing against each other, given that the form that the Eels have had? 
against the Panthers. I think that would be exciting. It would. Um, you know, again, it would be exciting to see the Storm play, but I would love to see first round of the finals, Panthers v Eels. Yep. Then we got the Roosters and the Rabbitohs will play each other at the opening of Allianz Stadium. They could meet again in week in week one of the finals, which would be a massive game. You'd hope, even if it's the Rabbitohs, I still hope they'd play at Allianz. Even if it was the Rabbits' home game, surely they don't take it out to a core. Well, again, what are you thinking with these teams? Are you, are you with the Roosters, given how brutal their last month of football Rest. has been? Rest are you up. resting a South yep. doing the same? You don't want to give too much away. I'm resting Jared. I'm resting Victor. I'm resting Kiri. I'm, re- I'm resting Tedesco. And are the Buddies doing the same? Because you're thinking, well, they've got Cook out. Do we know we're probably going to play at Alliance anyway? I mean, well, it's, it's, a, it's a home slash away yeah. game for us. Do we? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it something right. that we're bidding down to win? Um, given that they're... It could turn a blockbuster into a fizzer, couldn't it? <laughs> well, now that Souths have made the finals, and I think that's the you know, I mean, that's the key objective, right? And they're not going to slip to eighth, given that they're four against, no. against the Raiders is um, a lot better, 120 points ahead yeah. of the Raiders. So they're, they're bottom, they could, the bottom, the, the lowest they can finish is seventh. Yeah. yeah. A big shout-out to um, head honcho Brooksy here, because... Like, you guys started talking about who finishes here and who does what and where, and I just tune out. Like, mm. uh, tell me next week who's playing in the finals, and I'm done. Because he's had to – I think he's slightly hung over today, and he's had to write uh, – this is what he's written. Cowboys win, Sharks lose, they finish second. Host Sharks. Cowboys win and Sharks win, they finish third, travel to Sydney. Panthers win, Storm lose, Cowboys third, Panthers stay. <laughs> There's about 500 more of these scenarios down there. <laughs> he must be have, like, must have Brooksy, a headache right Brooksy, now. a.k.a. Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Qantas. <laughs> Sally Dibs, Dib Sally. Oh, man. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I've been wanting to use this word. I don't know if it's machinations. Is that a word? Yeah. Machinations. Are yeah, they a band? A machina- I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know what it means, but I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, score update in the, this is killing uh, you, from Combanks. The, uh, the West Tigers have gone ahead 12-6 over wow. St. George Illawarra. Just so everyone at home knows, uh, Brooksy, our producer here, uh, is a massive Dragons fan, and he promised me this would be a blowout. <laughs> that St. George would put 40 on the West Tigers this afternoon. So, of course, following my fearless producer, I financially invested based off his advice, <laughs> and now things are not panning out the way I planned it. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. This is NRL Crunch Time. We're going to try and get him wow. on the line later. Um, Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. What, Shaq. What, what were tickets going for? I saw he did a live show last night here in So Sydney. he did seven. So I had a mate who went to a 700. He got an invite from his accountant. It was 700, and there was close to 200 people. So I can't. Where does that sit you with maths? About 150 grand, 14, something like that. One hundred and forty thousand. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, wh- what does he talk about? Is it motivational? So he, talk, he it... said he. Uh, so I spoke to. I had breakfast with the guy that went. He said, "Oh, his dad was a drill sergeant." Mm. Um, and said, "You know, taught him a lot of discipline." And when he was a kid, he remembered once that he uh, he bullied a kid, and he saw the effect that it had on this kid. So he, from that day onwards, he went, "I'm just going to be the funny man. I'm going to look after my mates. I'm going to try and be, you know, the 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 class clown." Is in that really? disturbed him at how much of an effect he could have on someone, particularly when you're, what, seven foot tall and 300 kilos. Um, but said, yeah, then he, he went into business, loves his businesses, owns, what, 1,000 coffee, yeah, coffee shops. Was he on um, stage by himself or did he have somebody? I think he was getting interviewed. And they basically said when he first came into the NBA that he wasn't marketable. They said they don't like big guys. He said it was like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, 
and he just wasn't marketable. So he had to go and basically create his own identity with the shoe companies, as in Nike wasn't interested early on. So he basically, you know, is extremely talented, but had to sell himself uh, in particular, as we're just watching in the background. Now, Jackson, <laughs> Jack Bird has just been sent to the bin for oh, 10 minutes. Also a bad haircut. Scent. Yeah, no for bad descent. haircut too. Also, look at that at the back. What's that at the back? And there? a horrible haircut wow. times too. So, it, it looks like when the blinds get tangled up, you know, those full <laughs> blinds. There's like four <laughs> <at the> <laughs> Brooks' uh, financial advice, not going so well here for the missile. Uh, oh, read the disclaimer though. You know. um, <laughs> yeah, so just on that, so... Uh, uh, he's got, uh, Shaq's got his live show. My mates, actually, there's another, there's another massive star in town. Is it? This one is, is massive it? by personality, not in stature. Is it the Plark guy? No, guy yeah, he is in town. No, this is, this is Hasbullah. Hasbullah, the, yeah, the, the Russian, Russian, the little midget. Russian. Yeah. yeah. It's dwarf. I think you say dwarf. Is well, it dwarf? Okay, he's sorry, actually, midget. It's dwarf. He's actually, Russian dwarf. Well, <laughs> no offense, not, but I thought it was. Yeah. But yeah okay. He's don't get short, a, uh, don't get short with me. Anyway, <laughs> okay, sorry. He's not a, he's not a, a dwarf um, at all. He's okay. actually norm, normal proportions and, and uh, 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 I don't know how to describe it, but I think How it's, old is he? 22. Okay, 73. So and yeah. he's, well. He'd be maybe two foot tall. Um, he was actually on a harbour cruise with Shaq yesterday here in Sydney. Shaq went to shake his hand when he met him and Hasbullah punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so that's true to form. Oh. Um, my mates are paying 300 bucks per ticket to go and see Hasbullah, who speaks zero English. Uh, so we'll not, we'll not be doing uh, much talking up on stage. As the West Tigers have gone in. Uh, that's why I was laughing. So they're now up 16 to 6. Uh, uh, this is one of the all-time comebacks, given they what, lost by 70 or had 70 put on them last week. A few weeks yeah. ago, too, was uh, St. George were down by a significant margin against the Raiders, am I right? And then worked their way back into the match, but still lost. But yeah. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks. Sorry, didn't really think that's going through. We're trying to lighten the air here with Missile, who's uh, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, is seething. It, so, so just on this Jack Bird Simbin here, and we, and we saw it last week with James Tamiya, We've seen it a couple of times recently, dissent on referees. So you give away a penalty, right? And you say, no, nah, that's not a penalty. And the ref marches you 10. What outcome, as Jack Bird, are you, are you hoping for after you've already been marched for 10 and you keep spraying a referee? Are you thinking he's going to go, oh, sorry. Firstly, <laughs> I was wrong about the dissent. We'll go back 10 metres to the original penalty. And then I'll double down on that and say, yeah, I was a wrong, I was wrong originally as well, and uh, take that call back. <laughs> it yeah. baffles me sometimes when players double down. I mean, we saw James Tamia triple down the other week, and when he gets that was amazing. He walked off and then came back to tell him he was inadequate, incompetent, incompetent. <laughs> yeah, inadequate, incompetent. Turned up to his house three days later. Yeah. It's like double, still double down. Sick. He's yeah. like, yeah, you're still crap. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've not seen so many given for descent marches to the bins that I've seen in the last couple of weeks. Do you think it's a problem? I think that the referees aren't being stood up for when they go to the judiciary, and I think it's now a statement from referees just going, you know what, this is hard enough as it is. We're not going to cop it. Yeah. And they've drawn a line in the sand, like yeah. they said last night, and just said, we're going to start binning more of you blokes to let us go. Now, the AFL has moved completely the other yeah. way where you cannot show any dissent. Yeah. Um, and I think if you want, you know, there was an article by Phil Rothfield in the paper about how parents and people who are basically abusing players, abusing refs on the sideline at children's game. Where does it start? It starts at the top level that people are watching here. So I don't mind it to a certain extent, particularly when the cheese is calling 
the ref a cheat. Mm. And if you're calling him incompetent, I mm. think that's enough in the line that you just go, mate, I'm out here doing my job to the best as you can. I'm not going around telling you you're incompetent. Yeah. I just keep blowing the whistle every time you infringe. But I think the refs need to be stood up for and, and looked after. If they start blowing their whistle and just saying that's enough, I'm all for it. Should we go again? Uh, let's say a, a, a fullback misses a tackle and the opposition team goes over and the ref on his mic goes, Oh, yeah, that fullback is incompetent. This is just a touch footy, but um, I had a referee push me in a game. Oh. Yeah. Like physically push me. So you actually got it was the other way around. Yeah, because so you were, were, yeah, well, were you, were let's, you not, let's, let's not be concerned with what I was saying. But had you read the plaque about him? It's bro- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> but I, I did go over to the guy running the comp and I was like, hey, if I pushed a ref, would I be in a bit of trouble? And he's like, yeah, be banned for life, mate. I was like, cool, because the ref just pushed me. Yeah. And he was like, he didn't know what to do then. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, have a ch- I'll have a chat with him. <laughs> I think he got suspended for a week or whatever. And, um, yeah. What uh, what touch football competition was this? It's uh, the Queen's Park touch oh, football yeah. comp down great. there. Lovely yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. First grade? Yeah, yeah we're, we've been in A grade for many years, um, but we're, <laughs> we're an ageing roster. Miss oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe you came for a run? Uh, could be. Jeez, you could it add could some be. size with the missile Mate, in there. I don't just think size really helps both of you. touch football, though. No, because well, oh, we, we intimidate the opposition that does. We're all battlers in our 40s. We can all, we can all play, but we're playing against, like, 19-year-old Roosters kids. Like, kids oh, are turning yeah. up in junior wallaby shorts and whatnot. Oh, wow. But we've had um some cameos, like uh, Ed Cowan, the cricketer. Yeah. He okay. had a cameo. Yeah. And Where did he go? He's all right. He's trying hard. Yeah. yeah, he was trying hard. Yeah. Bo Ryan had a game. Um, oh, I imagine game. he went well. One game only, and yeah. he let the try in that they won. And, oh, no. And I remember going home that night, and he posted something up on his social media, and some a bloke we played against had written, hey, um, great defence in that last play down at Queen's Park. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, touche, mate. Yeah, actually, I, I played a year of touch in the Camera comp. Yeah. And uh, we had a, a guest appearance from Professor James Rochford. Oh, right. Came and played a game. Was he good? Yeah, he was all right. <laughs> Significant pause before that right. tells me yeah. he wasn't that great. Yeah. He was better than I expected, as it looks like the Tigers may have gone over again. I'm just <laughs> going to write out this invoice here to SEN uh, for my um, investment that I made here based, <laughs> off, uh, based off Brooksy. Uh, I had some cameos as well at indoor cricket. I used to play indoor cricket a fair bit. Five yeah. dock. Five dock indoor yeah, cricket okay. where the bloke who owns the joint smokes inside all the time. He's yeah. like, he's oh, mad it's his for joint. It. He can do what he wants. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, cheap beers. They've got like $3 cans of beers down there. I don't think he's got a liquor license either. I hope I'm not dobbing him in. But, um, uh, <laughs> Whereabouts is this? Five, 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 five. <laughs> dock. In the, no. And we had, uh, do you remember Chris, the, bro- the bloke Franklin? I'm a bloke. I'm a oh, bloke. Yeah. 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 He, he played. Now, his whole gimmick is getting around in, like, um, a flannel and thongs. So yeah, he played right. a game of indoor cricket in a pair of thongs. And Carl, ba- Carl Barrett came down and played a game as well. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That's the who's who of the comedy. Yeah. Just, I'm turning to you, Sock. I'm just name-dropping yeah. Deluxe. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Let's just go, <laughs> to the, yeah, go to the text line quickly to, to save you there, Steve. <laughs> uh, this one about um, players' bonuses. Uh, so he says, I forget who it's named after. I believe this is the Ken Stephen medal. Uh, the annual award for work in the community should come with a big cash donation from the NRL yeah. to the winner's chosen charity and also reward the top 10 players in, in this category with donations. I like that one. It's a great idea. Yeah, it, it is It is the Ken Stevens yes. award, I yeah. believe. There's the not Ken enough Stevens made of that award. I even heard them on NRL, NRL 360 saying this week, oh, you know, 
not much of a war. They were kind of playing down the award. Whereas, like, yeah. with all the bad rugby league stories that we continuously hear yeah. through shows like that, why yeah. aren't we promoting this a bit more? Like, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. fact, you know, in that rundown of the players and you have a look at them all, why isn't there a little story that goes – because it just said, here's the nominees – of who's going to potentially win the Ken State. Yeah, you'd love to hear the, hear the bio behind it. Tell me yeah, why. that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think grand final day when they announce it, if I'm right. Yeah, there's no context to it at yeah, all. Yeah, they'll go, oh, so-and-so won. I think Connor Watson maybe won last year, yep. two, two years ago. <laughs> and, um, and But they'll go, this is why he won. I want to hear more about that stuff. That's what I want to hear. Talo, I think, was quite refreshing to hear the other day when he got up and spoke. A guy's uh, a religious man, but got to talk about the – the seven players at Manly and said, you know, we have guys who we has family members who are gay by and he's, it's not his position to judge. And I thought it was just really refreshing as a footballer to come out because no one is really saying that. No. No one's coming out and saying, you know what, I am so happy and to, to play with people of the LGBTQI community. And as you said, I don't think football does enough to promote a strong message in the community or work that they're doing outside of it. We're quick to harp on when they've done something wrong, but when they do something well, it just gets lost in the, in the mix of it all. Well, so Ronaldo won it. Right, last mm. year. Mm. But what for? Like, do, you, do any of you know? Well, he's done a lot of work with youth team, troubled okay. youth kids. Yeah. And, but again, you know, it's not in specific nature of what I know that he does. So you're right. You know, there's not enough that you can hear about. Yeah. But I know that he does do a lot of work. He does a lot of work with his church. I'm pretty certain. As I said, he's quite religious. And the other day I heard him speak after the Manly saga and he basically come on it and, and said that, yeah, as I said, it's not his position to judge. And he has a respect for everyone in the community. And as I said, I, I just think it's refreshing. More footballers should be saying, I'd love to hear more about players outside of the football realms, what they work to do. Because a lot of them do a lot of good stuff for the community. 100%. Yeah. And on that note, hey, big, big news. Shaq. Have we got him? Shaq. Up next. Is it? Yeah. Oh, 15 minutes go. to go. All right. Shaq, he's come through with the goods there, Steve. He's been trying all... <laughs> He's been trying all show, and he's come through. All right, well, we'll take a break, and after the break, we'll come back with Shaq. You're on NRL Crunch Time. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. The Isuzu MUX is born to tow. This is NRL Crunch Time. Okay, Steve, you've been shuffling around over there on your phone. Pressure's on, eh? Have you got Shaq? Well, look, it's it's been a long kind of story and I so I had you know, I definitely had Shaq had him had, yep. had Shaq and then then I, then I didn't have Shaq so I don't uh-huh. I don't have Shaq then I had Shaq Mitchell the Charles brother yeah mm. I had him so we got the Shaq Mitchell no then I then I don't now I don't have oh we don't him okay oh, then I rang the Shake Shack you know the milkshake. Big shake. They wouldn't answer their phone. Oh, okay. It was weird. So um, and in the end, I'd just have to settle with this, unfortunately. It's all I have. <laughs> a bit of uh, worst joke ever. Uh, love Shack. But come on. Yeah. Who doesn't love, love yeah. Shack? Big shout out to uh, Shaquille O'Neal or Shaqu- Shaqueen. Shaquem uh, Mitchell, Shaq it all Dundee. <laughs> That's what he's nicknamed himself. Who sings? Who sings this? B fifty twos. B fifty twos. Took uh, my wife to uh, first date. Just be careful what you're about to say there. It looks like you had to guess this. My wife. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put a clerk up in that bathroom stall as well? No, but there's one. In the, uh, but there's one in the bedroom. No, no. no. Um, <laughs> hey, on that note, do we have time to talk here? Or yeah, yeah, it's time. The missus woke up this morning and she said, um, "Hey, what about this for a weird like?" Like she said, a really crazy, frustrating dream. Now, 
She's revealed <laughs> dreams to me before, and she's pretty boring in her dreams. Like, my dreams messed up, like deluxe. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be in my head. Yeah, right? yeah, There's yeah, all right. sorts of stuff going. It's like Breaking Bad, an episode of that. Yeah. She goes, this was her dream. She goes, so we wanted to get sushi. I rang up the sushi shop, and they didn't answer the phone. That's her dream. That's, That's the end dream. of it. And she's sharing that with you. How does she even remember what, that what, dream? Yeah. What's that? Well, that's it's it. It's kind of a dream you'd keep to yourself, yeah. isn't it? Like, where's what, the, yeah. where's the punchline? What was wrong with that? She's like, it's just really annoying. Yeah. I used to always have dreams as a swimmer that I stand up on the blocks. They're about oh. to say, take your marks. And I realise that jump. I'm naked. Oh. Yeah. I, I forgot my swimsuit. Oh. Seriously. <laughs> you forgot. You're Swally. standing on the blocks, talk me through it. <laughs> yeah. Was Joseph Suiali so there? <laughs> Do you have a dream as a, as so a cricketer? Striking. Yeah, uh, can't get out to the middle. It happens Sorry? all the time. What? Can't get oh, out to oh, the okay, middle. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, can't get You're it up in the middle. And they've lost a wicket. <laughs> they've lost a wicket. He's lost the a wicket. The pads in my box are missing. He's taken out. <laughs> he's, re- he's removed the middle stump. <laughs> As a comedian, surely there's a, there's a yeah, naked you, on stage nah. or a joke doesn't hit. No, no, no. no I, don't, I don't dream about comedy, weirdly, but I, oh. I do have just weird. I, you know, are you able to go back into your dreams? Like if you nah. you're having a dream and it's unreal, like let's say Jennifer Hawkins is keen and, yeah. um, and, you, and then you've just woken up. You're like, no, haven't done it yet. Then yeah. I can go back in. Her like, nightmare, her nightmare, your dream. Yeah, but if I go back into that dream, you know what happens? Something's changed. So like all of a sudden she's now a dragon or like, you know, she's got, a, she's breathing fire. And then all of a sudden Joey Johns is in the corner with oh. Joseph Suley here. Jennifer Hawkins is now a dragon. High level. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, that is unbelievable. All right, Steve, I want you to give us your predictions for the Knights versus Titans to round out the show today. Um, the Knights played unreal last week. Uh, and, you know, 22-8 up at half time against the Raiders. They didn't get the job done in the end. But some promising signs, some good young kids coming through. One that I love, he's not in the team this week, which I find um, unbelievable, is Oren Keeley. He's in the under-19s New South Wales team this year in the Origin, yeah. and they won. He played unreal. Last week he was um, 18th man, and then Frizzell got injured in the warm-up, and he got a game. Played really well when he came on, about the 62nd minute. Um, he's not in the team this week because Frizzell's back, and I think Saifidi's back as well. But the young um, centre as well, I think the Titans, on saying all that, I think the Titans win. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded oh, like one of your man. mad dreams, that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, that's it. That's oh, another Sunday, right? About time. That was, jeez, we just dragged oh, on there. We dragged it out. Go we the Tigers. All right. Stuff your multi uh, after today, coverage of the Knights vs. Titans, Mark Braybrook, Matt Rogers and Gary Belcher. Thanks for joining us on Crunch Time. We'll see you next weekend. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91